Hello and welcome to more, which stands for Midday Obviously Reads Everything. So, this is the podcast where I try my very best to finish The Hunger Games. As a self-proclaimed bookworm, it's kind of my duty. So join me and all of my guests as we try to read through the whole series. So sit back and relax as I do my best, my very, very, very best to read all of it. I hope I like it and I hope you like it too. So, let's begin. Okay, and welcome to another episode of More. The day obviously reads everything. It's my tagline. I'm going to try and keep that up. But yeah, so I have my new guest here. <laughs> oh, sorry. Retna. Yep. Coming back. Thanks. Bit sicker this time. That's okay. We're, ha- we're happy that you're here. That's all that really matters. Thank you. But yeah, to catch you up, um, I'm pretty sure they're talking about how, like, the thing, like, the hunger needs to start it. Katniss yes. grabbed, like, an orange bag. Yes. And then she, like grabbed uh she grabbed like a piece of plastic and then she like fought with a boy from district nine then he spat on her oh with, like blood like blood oh, because he like was stabbed in the back of the knife oh yes and then yes. she got the knife in her back and she's back. like thank you yeah that's great yes. yeah okay and she was walking around she's like oh no what if the only lake was like the lake i saw and then mm. there's the other direction where i came from right but i don't think that's the case i think they'll find water because she's like i could finally call the rabbits and i gotta like find them and then they'll help me find water so that's kind of the vibe. But yeah, so right now she's like sleeping in a tree. Oh, yes. Yes. And then, yeah, she's thinking about like, oh, I'm happy Pete is alive. Mm. But, you know, yeah. Right. Did they show them on the. Yeah, they showed okay. them on like the okay. thing. She's like, the people gotcha. from District 12, uh, District 9, dead, and everyone else. Da, da, da. So, yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Good. Okay. So I'm copying it up. Mm. We're going to continue from page 206 in the big large edition. Listen, I'm gonna get like once I finish. Let's do once this is like expired after return. I'm gonna get like the regular size. No, <laughs> not expired, but like it's gone once bad. it like yeah. And the pages turn moldy. Yeah, as they should. Yeah, it's an old book, right? Mm-hmm. Very old. Uh, Eleven dead, but none from District Twelve. I didn't work out who was left. Five career tributes: Foxface, Thresh, and Rue. Rue, so she made it through the first day after all. I can't help feeling glad. It makes ten of us. The other three I'll figure out tomorrow. When it's dark and I have traveled far and I'm nestled high in a tree, and now I must rest. I haven't really slept in two days, but then there's been a long day's journey in the arena. Slowly allow myself my muscles to relax, my eyes to close. Last thing I think is it's lucky I don't snore and snap. Sounds of breaking branches wake me. How long have I been asleep? Four hours, five? I took my nose, it's icy. Cold. Snap, snap. What's going on? It's not the sound of a bunch of branches underfoot, but the sharp crack of one coming from the tree. Snap, snap. I judged the several yards to my right. Slowly, noticeably, I turned myself in that direction. For a few minutes, there's nothing. The blackness and some scuffling. Then I see a spark, and a small fire begins to bloom. Here I have worms over fires, but I can't make out more than that. Death by my lip, not to scream, every foul name I know at the fire starter. What are they thinking? A fire lit at just nightfall? Ooh, a fire lit just at nightfall. <laughs> Who would have been? Whoa. Oh, no. <laughs> a fire lit just at nightfall would have been one thing. You got it. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Those who battled at the corny corn with their super superior strength and surplus of supply, they couldn't possibly have been near enough to spot the flames then. But now, when they've probably been coming in the woods for hours, look for victims, you might as well say, might as well be a waving flag and shouting, 
uh, come and get me. And here I am, a stone throw away from the biggest idiot in the games, strapped in a tree, not daring to flee since my general location has been broadcast to any killer who cares. I mean, I know it's cold out here, not everyone has a sleepy bag, but you, then you grit your teeth and stick it out until dawn. I lie smothering in my bay for the next couple of hours, really thinking that if I can get out of this tree, I won't have the least problem taking out my new neighbor. My instincts had been to flee, not to fight. But obviously this person is a hazard. Stupid people are dangerous. And this one probably doesn't have much in the way of weapons. Well, I've got this excellent knife. The sky is still dark, but I can feel the first signs of dawn approaching. Being to think we, mean the person who's, whose death I'm now realizing, and I, we might actually have gone unnoted. Then I hear several pairs of feet breaking into a run. Firesider must have dozed off. They're on her before she can escape. I know it's a girl now. I can tell by the pleading and the agonized screams that follow. Then there's laughter and congratulations from several voices. Someone cries out, 12 down and 11 to go, which gets a round of appreciative hoots. So they're fighting in a pack. And I'm not really surprised. Often lines are formed in the early stages of the games. The strong band together to hunt down the weak. Then, when tension becomes too great, they need to turn on one another. I don't have to wonder too hard who has made their line. It'll be the remaining career troops from District 1, 2, and 4. Two boys and three girls, the ones who lunch together. For a moment, I hear them checking for girl supplies. I can tell by their comments they found nothing good. I wonder if the victim is rude, but quickly dismiss the thought. She's much too bright to be building a fire like that. Betty quarrels they can get the body before it starts staking. I'm almost certain that the brutish boy from District 2. Here murmurs are a Okay. I was like uh, mixing up murmurs and assent, like murmurs of assent. Uh, I kind of like made it into one word. So there we go. That's wow. that's my um. Just making new words. I am mm-hmm. just like um. What's that word? Spindle. Like you know the the pencil one where like the guy the book about the guy who made a new word and then he like put it in the dictionary. Oh, like it's called wow. like spindle or something like that. Like it's yeah. like it's just like he made up a word and like okay, sure, that's a word now. Interesting. So, Never heard of that. Really? Oh, maybe maybe the name's different. Maybe you're making it up. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know it's real. I yeah. know it deep down in my heart it's real. Probably. Okay. I don't know. I trust you. Thank you. <clears throat> there are murmurs of ascent, and then to my horror, I hear the pack heading towards me. They do not know I'm here. How could they? And are well concealed in a clump of trees. At least while the sun stays down. Then my black sleeping bag will turn from camouflage to trouble. If they just keep moving, they'll pass me and be gone in a minute. But the career stopped and clearing about 10 yards from my tree. They have flashlights, torches, and torches. I can see an arm here, a boot there, and through the breaks in the branches. I turn to stone, not even daring to breathe. But they spotted me? No, not yet. I can tell from the words their mind are somewhere else. Shouldn't we have heard of Canada by now? I tell you, nothing to prevent them from going in immediately. Unless she isn't dead. She's dead. I stuck her myself. The words of cannon. Someone should go back. Make sure the job's done. Yeah, we won't have to track her down twice. I said she's dead. As an argument, it breaks out uh, until one should be silent to the other. We're wasting time. I'll go finish her and let's move on. I won't follow my street. Her voice belongs to PETA. PETA is a killer now? Mm-hmm. Wasn't she like, PETA's gonna be the guy who's like, I won't kill anybody. Killing's wrong. Killing's like, not for me. I'm not a killer. And then he's out here like, guys, come on now. I'll do it myself. Mm-hmm. Remember, not everything's super black and white. I guess. Maybe, like, Peter's role. I don't think he would save her, because yeah, I think he... Maybe only probably, he really probably didn't save, like, Katniss. Maybe he noticed Katniss, and he's just like, guys, guys, I got this. Say, like, okay, girly, you go ahead and run. <laughs> <laughs> okay, best, you go ahead and run. That's for you. But, yeah, I don't know. 
let us continue. We just finished chapter 11. That was 11, and now we're on to chapter 12. I'm drinking my Island Mango Kombucha from Costco. Wow. Shout out to Costco. Go Costco. Woo! Please sponsor us. Please. Please. (laughs) Okay. Thank goodness I had the foresight to belt myself in. I rolled sideways off the fork and I'm facing the ground, held in place by the belt. One hand and my feet straddling the pack inside my sleeping bag, braced against the trunk. There must have been some rustling when I tripped sideways, but the careers have been too caught up in their own argument to catch it. Go on, the brother boys, with the boy from District 2. See for yourself. He had a glimpse of Peter, lit by a torch, heading back to the girl by the fire. His face is swollen with bruises. There's a bloody bandage on one arm from the sound of his gate. He's limping someone. Remember him shaking his head, telling me not to go into the fight for supplies, when all along, all along he planned to throw himself into the thick of things. Just the opposite of what Heyman told him to do. Okay, I guess I'm that. Seeing all of those supplies was tempting, but this, this other thing, this teaming up with the career wolf pack to hunt down the rest of us, no one from District 12 would think of doing such a thing. Rare tributes are overly vicious, arrogant, better fed, but only because they're the Capitals black dogs. Universally, solidly hated by all but those from their own districts. I can imagine the things they're saying about him back home now. Peta has the gall to talk to me about disgrace. Obviously, the noble boy on the rooftop was playing just one more game with me. This will be his last. I will eagerly watch the night skies for his sign of his death. But I don't kill him first myself. The career tributes are silent until he gets out of earshot, then uses a hushed voice. Why don't we just kill him now and get it over with? Well, it'll take long. What's the harm? And he's handy with that knife. Is he? That's new. What a lot of interesting things I'm learning about my friend Peter today. Besides, he's our best chance of finding her. Take a moment to register the her they're referring to as me. Why? Nick, she got into that sappy romance stuff? She might have. Seems pretty simple-minded to me. Every time I think about her spinning around that dress, I want to pee. I wish we knew how she got the lover. Bet your lover boy knows. The sound of Peter returning silence is no. Was she dead? Asked the boy from District 2. No, but she is now, says Peter. Just as a cannon fires. Ready to move on? The crew pack takes off at a run, just as dawn begins to break, and bird songs fill the air. Me and my awkward position, muscles trembling with exertion for a while longer, and then plucked myself back into my branch. I need to get down, digesting what I've heard. Not only is Peta with the careers, he's helping them find me. Simple-minded girl, because who has to be taken seriously because of her loving? Because she can use a bow and arrow, which Peta knows better than anyone. But he hasn't told them yet. Is he saving that information because he knows it'll... It's the only thing that keeps him alive. Is he still pretending to love me for the audience? What is going on in his head? And that's like the meme, like, what's going on inside <laughs> your head? Like, the <laughs> 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 that, that's what's going on. It's like I don't know, there was no thoughts in my head. My head was empty of that one meme, just yes. in the background. Yeah. Okay. Next. Suddenly, the birds fall silent, then one gives a high-pitched warning call. A single note, just like the one Gail and I heard when the red-headed box girl was caught. High above the dying campfire, hovercrafts materialized. A set of large metal teeth drops down. Slowly, gently, the dead tribute girl lifted into the hovercraft. Then it vanished. The bird resumes their song. Move, I to myself. I wriggle out of my sleeping bag, roll it up, and place it on the pack. I take a deep breath while I've been concealed by darkness and the sleeping bag and the window and the willow. <laughs> There's no window in here. <laughs> the willow branch. That's me. The window branch. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. The willow branches. It has probably been difficult for the cameras to get a good shot of me. I know they must be tracking me now, though. 
The minute I hit the ground, I'm guaranteed a close-up. Youngs will have been beside themselves, knowing I was in the tree, that I overheard the careers talking, that it's where Peter was with them. Until I work out exactly how I want to play that, I better just act on top of things, not perplexed, certainly not confused or frightened. No, I need to look one step ahead of the game. So they slide out of the slow, 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 whole foliage, whole foliage. Oh, that was too hard. And into the dawn light, I pause a second, giving the cameras time to lock on me. Then I cock my head tightly to the side and give us no one smile. There, let them figure out what that means. I'll just take off when I think of my snares. Maybe it's imprudent to check them with the others so close, but I have to. Too many years of hunting, I guess. The lure of possible meat. I'm rewarded with one fine rabbit. In no time, I cleaned and gutted the animal, leaving the head, feet, tail, skin, and innards under a pile of leaves. I'm wishing for a fire. Eating a rabbit can give you rabbit fever. That's what I learned from the hard way. I think of the dead tree. I read back to your camp. Sure enough, the cold of her dying fire is still hot. I cut out the rabbit, fashioned a spit out of the branches, and set it over the coals. I'm glad for the cameras now. I want sponsors to see I can hunt, but I'm good. I'm a good bet because I won't be lured to traps as easily as the others will be by hunger. While the rabbit cooks, I grind up part of the charred branches that about camouflaging my orange hat. Black tones it down, but I feel a of mud will definitely help. Of course, to have mud, I need water. I pull on my gear, grab my spit, kick some dirt over the coals, and take off in the opposite direction the career is went. I eat half the rabbit as I go, the wrap of the leftover with my plastic for later. The meat stops the grumbling in my stomach, but does little to quench my thirst. Water's my top priority now. As I hike along, I feel certain I feel certain I'm still holding the screen and the capital. So I'm careful to continue to hide my emotions. But what a good time Claudius Temple Smith must be having with his guests commentaries just dissecting Peter's behavior and my reaction. What to make of it all? Does Peter reveal his true colors? How does this affect the betting odds? Will we lose sponsors? Do we even have sponsors? Yes, I feel certain we do. Or at least we did. Certainly Peter has thrown a wrench into our star crossed lover dynamic. Or has he? Maybe, since he hasn't spoken much about me, we could still get some mileage out of it. Maybe people will think it's something we plunge together if I seem like it amuses me now. Sun rises in the sky, and even though the, even through the canopy, it seems overly bright. I coat my lips with some breeze from the rabbit and try to keep from panting, but it's no use. It's only been a day and I'm dehydrated fast. I try and think of everything I know about finding water. It runs downhill. So, in fact, continuing down this valley isn't a bad thing. If I could just locate a game trail or spot a particularly green path vegetation, this might help me along. But nothing seems to change. There's just a slight gradual slope from the birds and the sameness of trees. As the day wears on, I know I'm headed for trouble. But little ear and I've been able to pass this dark ground, and my head is aching with a dry patch on my tongue that refuses to be moistened. Sun hurts my eyes, so I dig up my sunglasses and I put them arm, using the fine my vision, so I stuff it back in my pack. Where did she get sunglasses from? It was in her pack. She had oh. like jerky crackers, uh, oh. a sleeping bag, sunglasses, and like a little piece of plastic that she picked up as well. Oh, I missed all. Yeah, that was, you know, sunglasses. from the last. That's what I would need sunglasses. You would need sunglasses for your <laughs> very sensitive yeah. life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's last. Die by blindness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she has sunglasses. Handy. I wonder if they're like maybe like for night vision instead. Oh, the no. Isn't it something funny with vision? Maybe it's like prescription glasses. Why do you get prescription yeah. glasses? Right. I don't know. Maybe it's like the um, <laughs> what are they called? The ones that they change in the sunlight and they go. Oh yeah, yeah. The, yeah. Maybe it's like that one. Maybe yeah, they have maybe. that in like this dystopian. Yeah. Like when you're outside, it's like mm-hmm. sunglasses. When you're inside, glasses. Oh. 
I'll be candid with her eyesight. Exactly. How can you call the world dystopian when they have those glasses <laughs> like that? It's a 2020 vision of my right? But nothing seems to change. There's just a slight gradual slope of the bird and the of the trees. The day was on. Oopsie. Burn. Uh. It's late afternoon when I think I found help. What a cluster of berry bushes and strip. hurry to strip the fruit to suck the sweet juice from the skip. Just from holding them to my lips, I get a hard look at them. What I thought were ber- blueberries have a slightly different shape. When I break one open, the insides are blood red. I don't know these berries, perhaps they are edible, but I'm guessing this is some evil trick on the part of the game makers. Even the plant instructor in the training center made a point telling us to avoid berries unless you were 100% sure they were not toxic. Something I already knew, but I'm so thirsty to take her reminder to give me the strength to fling them away. Fatigue is getting set on me, but it's not the usual tiredness that follows a long hike. I have to stop and rest frequently, although I know the only cure for what ails me requires is new search. I try a new tactic, climbing trees as high as I dare when it's shaky state. Look for any signs of water. As far as I can see, any direction, they're the same unrelenting stretch of force. Determined to go on until nightfall, I walk as I'm stumbling over my feet. Exhausted, I hold myself up into a tree and bow myself in. I have no appetite, but I accept my rabbit bow just to give my mouth something to do. Nightfall, an anthem plays, and I disguise see the picture of the girl who apparently from District 8. One Peter went back to finish off. The fear of my fear of the career pack is minor compared to my burning thirst. Besides, uh, they were heading away from me, and now they too will have to rest. Scarcity. There we go. Scarcity. That the scarcity of water, they may have had to return to the lake for refills. Maybe that is the only course for me as well. Morning brings distress. My head throbs with every beat of my heart. Simple movements sent stabs of pain through my joints. I fall rather than jump from the tree. It takes several minutes for me to assemble my gear. Somewhere inside, I know this is wrong. I should be acting with more caution, moving with more urgency, but my mind seems foggy and forming a plan is hard. I lean back against the trunk of the tree, my fingers gingerly stroking the sandpaper surface of my tongue. I assess my option. How can I get water? Trying to lake? No good. Never make it. Hope for rain? There's no other cloud in the sky. Keep looking? Yes, yeah, it's my only chance. But then another thing hits me. Pitch of anger that falls. Break me to senses. Hey, Mitch. He gets me water. Press the button and have it delivered to me in a silver parachute in minutes. I know I must have sponsored this one or two who can afford a pint of liquid for me. Yes, it's price with these people. They're made of money and they'll be betting on me as well. Perhaps hey, Mitch doesn't realize how deep my need is. I say in a way slightly dare. Water. I wait, hopefully for a parachute to descend from the sky, but nothing is forthcoming. Something is wrong. Am I deluded about having sponsored? Or has Peter's behavior made them all hang up? No, I don't believe it. There's someone out there who wants to buy me water, only came into the freezing to let it go through. My mentor, he has to control the flow of gifts from the sponsor. I know he hates me. He made that clear enough. But after let me die from this, he can't do that, can he? If a minor mentor treat mysteries as tributes, he'll be head- held accountable by the viewers, but he will back to District 12. Even hey Mitch wouldn't risk that, would he? Say, what do you what will you do about my fellow traders in the hall? But I don't think they welcome him back there if you let me die this way. Now where would he get his liquor? So what? Is he trying to make me suffer for defying him? Is he directing all the sponsors toward PETA? Or is he just too drunk to even know what's going on in the moment? Somehow I don't believe that. I don't believe he's trying to kill me off by neglect either. He has, in fact, his own unpleasant way, generally being trying to prepare me for this. Then what's going on? Burn my face in my hands. There's no danger of tears now. I couldn't produce one to save my life. What does Hamish do? By my anger, hatred, and suspicion, a small voice in the back of my head whispers an answer. Maybe he's sending you a message. It says a message. Saying what? Then I know. There's only one good reason Hamish could be withholding water from me, because he knows I've almost found it. I grit my teeth and pull myself to my feet. 
My backpack seems to have tripled in weight. I find a broken branch that will do for a walk. Instead, can I start off? Sun's beating down and even more searching than the first two days. Searing. Oh my gosh. Even more searing <laughs> than the first two days. Um, I feel like an old piece of leather drying and cracking in the heat. Every step is an effort, but I refuse to stop. I refuse to sit down. If I sit down, there's a good chance I won't be able to get back up again. And I won't even remember my task. <clears throat> What easy prey I am. Any tribute, even a tiny root, could take me right now. Merely shove me over and kill me with my own knife. I have little strength to resist, but if anyone is in this part of the wood, they ignore me. Truth is, I feel a million miles from another living soul. No, not alone, though. They've surely got a camera tracking me now. I think back to the years of watching tribute starve, freeze, and bleed and dehydrate to death. This is a really good fight going on uh, where I am. I'm being featured. Last turn to Graham. Likely she won't be watching me live, but they'll show up they at school during lunch. For her sake, I'll try to look at least desperate as I can. But by afternoon, I know the end is coming. My legs are shaky and my heart is too quick. I keep forgetting exactly what I'm doing. I stumble repeatedly and I manage to regain my feet. But then the slick, the stick slides up after me and I finally tumble to the ground. Unable to get up, I let my eyes go. I have misjudged Hamid. She has no intention of helping me. It's all right, I think. It's not so bad here. The air is less hot, signifying evening approach. The slight sweet scent that's reminded me of lilies. My fingers stroke the smooth grass, sliding easily across the top. It's okay to die, I think. I think we'll stop there. We'll stop there. Okay. Yeah, sounds good. So that is all for today. We're on page 223. Um, and yeah. Will Katniss get water? Obviously, she'll get water. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well. Spoiler alert! I feel like because like the sweet scent could be the sweet scent of like if you smell like flowers, flowers need water to grow. Therefore, it's probably goes by a lake or something. So yeah, that's my uh, prediction. Nice. I also have, I could be wrong. I've been wrong before. I think. No, I haven't sure. been wrong before. In life, in the Hunger Games. Oh. <laughs> in the Hunger Games, I haven't been wrong right now. Yeah, Steve, that was wrong. Okay. I was wrong once. <laughs> yes. Okay. Thank you again for joining us. And thank you, I guess, my, my, thank you again, wow. my guest. You're welcome. Thank you again. So we'll see you all in the next one. Bye. Bye. Okay. And done. And that's it. We got pretty far for today. So I can't wait for the next one. And if I said something wrong, which let's be honest, I probably did, don't hesitate to point it out to me because honestly, if you can't laugh at yourself, who are you actually supposed to laugh at? Am I right? Yeah. Okay, then I'll see you in the next one. Midday out. <laughs>